0: my god hey what's going on everyone it's alex over here with unfiltered sports thanks for joining us got a nice uh, show today um definitely uh pumped up uh raider win you know how how i feel about my boys so just gonna get right into it over here um little week nine recap Uh, um just focused on a couple teams today and first let me start with the raiders big freaking win um, spanked the New York Giants And it felt good being uh, Living over here in the Northeast I uh, have a lot of friends who are Giants fans They definitely would have not let me stop hearing about it If we had uh, been on Luzian But it's just funny Because listen to uh, Giants uh, radio And all the fans And um, people in the media They're all dogging the Raiders this week Saying it should be an easy win That you know, we're a mess And all this other garbage But you know the real mess is Big Blue. I mean, just look at it, you know. Um, they rushed Daniel Jones back from injury. Um, he didn't look right. Kind of looked uh, like he was playing scared in the beginning. Um, and, you know, while I wanted to focus on the Raiders, since I'm on this topic, I'm just going to focus on uh, DJ, uh, Danny, uh, Danny Nichols over here for a moment. But, um, you know, he was playing scared, and off that first hit that he took from Crosby, it looked like um looked like he was trying to go down and avoid the hit before it even came for him and he looked a little something didn't look right. And then um when the next uh, next play came, um they wanted to get a sack him again and he just went down. And you know, that kind of like brought back uh memories of RG three um with the Redskins uh several years ago. And you know, um not the dog the Giants completely here, but you know, This injury to Jones, I completely blame uh, their team, uh, their uh, coaching staff. Because, you know, at some point in time, like, the coaching staff is not only there to put you in the best uh, position to succeed or execute, but also, once in a while, they got to protect players from themselves. And, you know, in this instance, you know, Jones, like, everyone watching after that Crosby hit, or him trying to avoid the hit I mean where he got him a little bit but not really but everyone knew that there's something like wasn't right there and then the next play he goes to run back and boom down and you know it's just like uh, I don't know if you guys are uh, Rocky fans but Rocky 3 um there's an exhibition fight where Apollo Creed fights Drago and Rocky is the the referee and in that boxing match um you know, towards the end of it, you know, Drago was really pounding Creed, and Creed, like, was not in good shape, and Rocky went to throw the uh, the towel in, and Creed told him, don't do it, and, you know, he didn't do it, and then he ended up taking another shot, and he ended up uh, dying in the ring, and, you know, that, like, that moment in time, um, I know it's just a movie, but it's like Shanahan lost his job because he didn't protect RG3, and Dable. I mean, you I mean, I don't know what he was watching, but we were all watching and we all knew there something wasn't right and he left them in. So that to me is definitely um, another mark against this guy. I mean, I know last year they had a great season. Uh, They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. Um, So it was definitely impressive. They took down the Vikings who were uh, favored to go far. But this year, the Giants have looked uh, pitiful and horrendous to say the least. And I'm not just saying this um, hating, as I typically would, but I'm saying this as a football fan. Like, like that. Um, Tyrod Taylor unfortunately got hurt, but you know they got this kid uh, Devito who he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Um, tried to uh, elbow Max Crosby. That was a big mistake. Uh, that ended up him getting eight sacks and then basically sending him one step closer to the XFL than he should be starting the next game. But um, it's just the Giants. Uh, you know they really didn't. Uh, they had the chance. I mean, if Jones was scared to, uh, to be playing, he should have never been in the game in the first place. But you know they cleared him. They felt confident. I mean, obviously the player is always going to tell you they want to play. So I mean, no player out there. Um, you know whether it be high school, college, wherever have you, um, injured or not. You know if you're going to ask them, do you want to play? Of course they're going to say yes. But the coach, um, you know, GM, how, uh, you know, the medical staff, once in a while, they got to have to make difficult decisions. And in this case, they didn't. And look, now your quarterback's out for the year. But, I mean, at the end of the day, um, not to dog him, but I never thought Daniel Jones was it. I thought them signing him to that four year, $160 million contract was. Probably the worst contract in NFL history to date. So, I mean, although the Giants started off hot last year, uh, they made the playoffs. I mean, their uh, their GM um, is doing doing a terrible job, uh, from what I see, and I definitely think. I mean, it's going into next season, they're already on the hot seat because you know you're playing game, you're gambling with other people's money. Um, they gave that. Terrible contract to Jones. Now he's out for the year. Um, they're stuck with him at least till next year, where they have to pay him at least thirty-five million guaranteed. And he's probably going to be out for at least half the season. Um. So it's oh, and uh, the trade with uh, Waller was a terrible move. You know, people were dogging the Raiders um, that we didn't trade him to the Packers last year for a second-round pick. But the dude was injured. He would have failed the physical. The trade would have never happened. So you know, he finally became healthy. We got rid of his ass, and it was honestly a great move. Listen, Waller, when healthy, is a freaking gazelle. He's an awesome uh, talent. Um, definitely had a tough story, and you know, I'll definitely commend the guy for where he's gotten to, uh, to at this point. But you know what? He um, he held out on the Raiders, made him, uh, made us basically pay him. You know, we had a new coach, new GM. They were trying to avoid issues, so they got him locked up. Um, and then last year, he was pretty much, you know, milking injuries. Um, he had, like, a simple hamstring injury that should have taken maybe one, two games. And from following people on the Raider beat, like Lincoln Kennedy, who's a former um, offensive lineman for us, was very good for that matter. And even that Derek Carr press conference, they were all talking about, like, how some players aren't doing their best to come back. And, you know, from following the Raiders, I'm... I mean, I'm not in a no. I don't work for them. I'm just a fan like all you guys listening. But clearly, um, Waller was milking his injuries. And then when he came back, then he got a real injury. But, you know, that's this thing with Waller. Now that he's gotten paid, he really his hunger, he don't care no more, you know. He got his, um, he thinks he's a celeb now, which he is. But at the end of the day, he forgot, um, he forgot who he was. And the Giants are seeing that now. And let me tell you something. He has, uh, they say, has another hamstring injury, so it's clearly always a hamstring with this guy. So while other players in the offseason are doing their best, uh, getting in shape, uh, get ready for the season, this guy's chilling. you know. And watch what happens. At the end of this season, he's going to hold out for more money. So if the Giants are smart, they're going to get rid of him. But if they get rid of him, they pretty much gave the Raiders a third-round pick uh, for basically no production whatsoever. I mean, I'm happy about it. Um, going back to the Raider game and that uh, getting rid of Waller for that third-round pick, which became Trey Tucker, who caught that 50-yard bomb. So now that we finally have a quarterback who can actually throw the ball more than 10 yards. So it was nice to see. AOC um, played a good game. It was awesome. Um, still uh, really annoys the crap out of me that we didn't start him in that Bears game. And pretty much give the game away to a to a bum quarterback and a team that's probably going to be picking number one in the draft. But listen, it's I'm not gonna not gonna focus on the past, just gonna focus on the current and uh, the future. And right now, um, you know, Raiders got a W. Um, things are looking good. I really like uh, the atmosp- atmosphere in uh, the locker room. It was like a really positive vibe. Everyone was chilling, happy, smoking cigars. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, even though it's a job, you know, it's a billion-dollar organization, uh, people making millions. But at the same time, football is a freaking hobby. These guys should be enjoying what they do. I mean, I don't know about you, but me personally, uh, I like to enjoy my job. If I went to my job every day and I was miserable, you know, it it would suck. So, you know, I kind of understand and feel some people when you have um, in the the sports, uh, sporting world, where if they work, um, or they on a certain team, you know if the coach is freaking making life miserable for everybody, it's not fun anymore. And when it's not fun and you're losing, then shit gets real. But you know when you're winning, things are fun. And it can only it can only grow from there, and you build. And I really like uh, Pierce saying all the right things. He's a Raider guy. He's from Compton. Um, he really looked. Um, Proud to be in this position. He's earned it. Uh, being over here in the Northeast, I got to see him play for the Giants. I thought he was an awesome player. Also, previously, he played for the Redskins. And this guy, um, you know, he worked hard to get where he is. So I really hope that um, he continues to do his thing. And uh, the Raiders really consider rather than making a splash move all the time. You know, I like this GM, uh, the assistant who became the GM now, Champ Kelly he was someone they considered for the job in the first place he's very respected around the league I am um, Antonio Brown maybe he could be someone like uh, Dan Campbell where he doesn't have to be this tactician or um know every little thing like Andy Reid or other people sometimes you just need one guy to motivate um the troops pretty much uh you know understand the human level i mean being a player he understands a lot of the positions that people are in um, and also if you watch the game the other day, I mean, this guy was talking with everybody. He was talking with the offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers, running back, punter, kicker. He was communicating with everybody and even watching the Raiders versus the Giants. It was the first time in a while where like I was watching the defense and everyone was constantly communicating like almost every play in the beginning. I mean, once the game started to get away a little bit, um, they're pretty much just rushing the quarterback. They didn't really need to communicate too much. But in the beginning on like the big downs, it was like the cornerbacks were talking with the running backs. Everyone was making sure you're in the right spot. And there was a real great synergy going on. Um, it was fun to see. I mean, listen, my favorite games are blowouts. You know, I hate close games. I hate losing. It's always nice to be able to finally be able to watch your team, just kick ass and be able to sit down, relax. And, uh, and I eat a snack, whatever have you. But it was awesome to see. Um, I really like uh, the offensive game plan that the Raiders had. It was simple. You know, they went back to more of their zones, running. Um, Even on defense, they're a little more aggressive. So I'm glad they got rid of the albatross uh, known as Josh McDaniels. And they just have a new positive vibe going on in Vegas, and I'm all for it. So... Now we got the the Jets coming up this week, so I'm hoping to kick the crap out of them, too. You know, watching them on a Monday night, they didn't look very good. Um, I mean, obviously, their defense looks good every freaking week, so it's the one thing that worries me. But, you know, if, watching the Jets, I just feel like every play, um, every passing play, at least, seems like it's like a 5 or 10 yard out and slants. Like, it's very vanilla. I mean, thankfully for Paul Hackett, he'll probably have a job this year or next thanks to his uh, friendship with uh, Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, if this guy Saleh is uh, serious about keeping his job, he might want to consider getting a new offensive coordinator there and just tell him Rodgers, hey, listen, man, I know you came here and he was part of the reason why, but I'm trying to win. I need you to trust me. Because, you know, if he's not going to make difficult decisions, he's going to end up like uh, Ziegler and McDaniels. You know, Ziegler pretty much just followed whatever McDaniels wanted to do. I mean, at the end of the day, he's sitting pretty with uh, the money he has. But he's sitting at home with no job. His uh, credibility is pretty much shot to shit. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, Ziegler, for the rest of his career now, is going to be a paper pusher. He's never going to be trusted to run a franchise again. And this guy, Saleh, I mean, from watching him, uh, you know, my bad, Greg, but... He just, like, his game management, I feel, is awful. His clock management is awful. And it's looking like his um, decision-making is awful. I mean, the one thing I will say is the players like him. He seems to be good at motivating people, you know, kind of like what I was saying before, like a Dan Campbell. But, you know, if this guy wants to last in New York, I mean, he needs to start um, making difficult decisions, beating the Patriots for one. And just, you know, try to get back in the win column. But hopefully not next week. Let's just wait to the week after. So, we'll see what happens. But uh, going up to next week, um, rather than give you a whole rundown of every little game that's going on, I'll let you guys make your own picks. But I'm just going to give you what I feel are um, a couple of the best picks for the week. So, for one, I think the Raiders are rolling right now. I mean, you guys know from listening, I'm never going to pick against them. If McDaniels was still here, I probably would have picked against, I uh, probably would, maybe would have picked against him last week or this week. But he's not. So I'm going with uh, the Raiders over the Jets. Uh, next, um, I know the Texans have been rolling lately. Um, Stroud's been looking awesome. But the Bengals are looking pretty fierce. And I think uh, they're contending to go back to the Super Bowl. So I'm going with the Bengals over the Texans. Then uh, obviously, um, this is a give me, a gimme, actually, but I mean cowboys playing the Giants, we all saw how ugly the first game got between them, and I didn't think an, a game could be uglier than the game I saw, but they might beat them like 40 or 50 to nothing this week. So I hope um, get your popcorn ready, as T.O. would say, because this game's going to be freaking ugly. And then we got uh, the Chargers versus the Lions. And, again, I know the media loves the Chargers. Um, and I know you all probably know I, I'm not a fan of the Chargers. But I just I don't think they're a well-coached team. I think uh, Herbert, while he's an awesome talent, and he is a very good quarterback, I just think he's very overrated. I don't think he's um, in the same tier as people like Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, um, Pat Mahomes, like he's a step below. He's like, he's like Josh Allen, you know. He's awesome, and very talented, but he always leaves a little to be desired. There's just something not there with him, and I just I don't think Josh Allen is him. And I I think the same thing about Herbert. But maybe um, maybe Herbert gets some better coaching in the future, and that can change. Same thing maybe for uh, Josh Allen because I think McDermott's garbage. So. And also, I'm going to tell you one thing about the the Bills. Watch out. I, I told you in the beginning of the year, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. I did pick the Jets at the time to win a division. Clearly, it looks like um, that division, I would say probably right now, it looks like it could be either go to the, the Bills or the Dolphins. But even the Dolphins, too. Um, and my bad, Nick, but, you know, you always rip my Raiders, so I'm going to keep it real, you're Dolphins. The Dolphins have an explosive offense. Tyreek Hill is freaking awesome this running back they have a Connie when he comes back from uh injury is freaking awesome, but they just can't be good teams. I mean, if you look at their, um, they really haven't beaten a good team since the be almost like the beginning or mid last season, not even this season. So as far as I'm concerned right now, every team in the AFC East is a pretender. Um, you know, the jets, if they had Rodgers, yeah, I mean, it would, They'd be, uh, they'd be putting some scare into all those teams, but they don't. They're stuck with Wilson, and they got stubborn Saleh over there, uh, Mr. Clean, who refuses to bench him. So at some point, I guess, the future is not with this guy. So I don't see what the point of continuing to start him is. I know maybe they're trying to build him up for the future, but let's be real. Rogers coming back next year is probably going to be his Only season on the Jets. And then after that, do you really want to go with Wilson in 2025? No. You're probably going to draft a quarterback next year, if not the year after, to replace him or try to sign someone when Rodgers finally decides to retire. But we'll see what they decide to do. Then next up, I'm just going to give you some fantasy studs for this week. I'm going to go with uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, Although the Jets' defense is freaking awesome, I still think Jacobs is going to get his... um, Raiders offensive line is very underrated. And I think now with uh, the new offensive coordinator, people don't really know what to expect with him. Um, he can add some new wrinkles. He looked very creative. You know, he's a former quarterback. Um, he was an assistant under Adam Gase in the past, and he's been highly regarded for a few years now. And listen, he's also, uh, coaching for his next job too, because no one knows what's going to end up in, uh, Oakland over there. You don't know, um, if they're going to keep, uh, the interim GM, the interim coach Pierce in place. And if even if they do, you don't know if those guys are going to want to go with um, the same offensive coordinator. I think they would stick with the defensive coordinator because um, Graham and Pierce are tight. But no one knows. So listen, right now it's a job interview for the offensive coordinator, Bo Hardigy, for the coach, um, Patrick Graham even. So I like when people have to prove themselves. It's a good thing. And then we got uh, Jonathan Taylor who's been playing good lately. He's getting healthy. Looked good last week, for the quarterbacks. I love Burrow this week, uh, and I really like Dak. I think he's gonna, you know, he plays well against the Giants. Um, waiting to see if uh, McCarthy's gonna remember that he has Tony Pollard on the team. Um, I think he's a terrible play caller, but at the end of the day, um, I think Dak overcomes, especially because they're playing the Giants. And for tight ends, uh, we got LaPorta and uh, a sneaky one. I, I, lo- I love Logan Thomas this season. He's been playing really well. He's kind of under the radar. But, dude, um, he performs. Even last year before he was injured, he was performing. So, definitely, um, if he's on the waiver wire, I'd snatch him up in a heartbeat. Listen, if you're weak at some positions and you have a strong tight end, you can even consider trading that strong tight end and Starting Logan Thomas going forward. Because the guy's going to get you in a PPR league. He's going to get you at least you know 10 to 13 points most weeks, if not every week. So, and then for defense, I'm just going to go with the gimme over here. Dallas. So, also for defense, you know, if you're playing like a weak quarterback, which unfortunately there's many in this league. You know, it seems like every year... You know, everyone thinks they have the quarterback position set. And then midway through the season, there's like 10 teams. I need a new quarterback. So, will see what happens with that. But whatever have you, now we're, we're at the end. Uh, and it's time for everyone's favorite segment. You got milked. So, the you got milked this week. I'm going to have to go with them. I've been dogging him the whole show. So, I'm going to go with them again. The New York Giants traded for... Darren Waller, bum. Resigned Danny Nichols, bomb, and kept Barkley on a one-year deal instead of trading him off and getting assets for him because you're not even trading. Basically, you're not going to re-sign him after this season. And to be honest, he's probably not even going to want to come back. So, you know, you had a chance in the beginning of the offseason to sign him to a long-term deal. Instead, uh, you franchised him and chose to sign Daniel Jones. You know, if it were up to me, I would have uh I would have transition tagged Daniel Jones, franchised, you know, franchised Barkley, and then worked out a freaking deal with him. But instead now, you know, he's your best player on offense. And I know he keeps saying he wants to come back and stay in New York. But let's be honest. Um, Giants are not gonna franchise him again because it's gonna be like thirteen million plus for one season for a running back which these days many it's considered bad business in the nfl even though he's an elite talent but and why would he want to come back over here i mean the quarterback's gonna be out for half the season you know it's potential lame duck coach so i see him going to another team next season so giants are in a bad spot over here i have no idea what they're gonna do but at the end of the day um they milk themselves with uh, their moves and unfortunately their fans have to suffer. And I know all about it being a Raider fan. It definitely sucks. At least the uh, Giants have had some success in the past uh, 10, 15 years while most teams haven't. So, you know, eventually um, they'll probably work stuff out, you know. But right now it's it's really tough uh, on them with the injuries, uh, the moves that they've made that's hurt them. You know, they have the Eagles, who are one of the best teams in the league in their division. They have Dallas, who's a strong team. They have the Redskins who are pretty much I like hit or miss, but that's all I got for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure you uh, subscribe and follow, you know, download our episodes. It helps us out on Spotify, Apple music, Amazon music, iHeartRadio. Um, radio. Follow us at, at 2023 unfiltered on twitter known as x silly name i know but i appreciate you guys listening hit me up if you want me to go over anything or talk about any other topics but till then to be continued